Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Alfie Young Jones, and <clears throat> once again, we're coming to you on a midweek real talk episode. We got a few topics to discuss. Um, <clears throat> we're doing real talk. Um, I think we we did get into domestic violence on the last episode a little bit, so I'm really just want to let that there you are talking about um a few things relationship wise a few things music wise uh, <clears throat> and a few things job related we got a few job related emails and we want to get into job related responses i call them and we kind of get into that <clears throat> question one um when do you know it's time to leave your job or to change jobs well the problem that we have with your job is that 90% of people working ain't really happy with coming into work. But me, I had to kind of learn on the job that I work now and I'm really happy coming in there because at the end of the day, it allows me to bring in income to support my family and support aspects of my ministry, my music, things of that nature. So... You know, and coming from the background where I used to work in a factory where it used to be hard manual labor and now I work on the phone and computer all day. Um, it's different, but it's satisfying because, you know, instead of working in production, I'm kind of educating people on what their Medicare is helping them with and kind of helping doctors get things situated so they can see people and, and help them out that way. Yeah, it's kind of tough sometimes because, you know, ain't no company perfect. But when you work for a company that really, you know, from the top down, they really want to do the right thing, it, it makes my job a lot easier for me to come in and just, you know, with that same mentality. I just want to do the right thing. I want to help people out. But sometimes if a job ain't for you you have to do the smart thing the smart thing is to work that job till you get a better one you know keep your eyes out for opportunities and like what kind of opportunities well, what are you good at what do you want to do you know try to find something close to the skill set that you want to be in what if you don't have a skill set what if you don't have an education well that's where you need to start soul searching and going to school taking classes do what you got to do to get in the field that you want to be in and I know it's kind of tough to you know with everything that's going on now trying to be you know now or never seems like you you got to slow down and realize that you don't want to spend five years of your life <laughs> you know sleeping on your hopes and dreams man you need to go out here and make it happen you know we had you know, a few people, you know, my job has high turnover. Sometimes it's high pressure. And it's not just high turnover on the ground floor. It's high turnover in management. So you could look up and every month seems like you're meeting a new supervisor here or a new manager there. So you got to really understand not only where do you fit and all that, but if you with a company, is would you want to move up in this company? Is the mentality there for you to even stay there? And if not, start finding companies that you want to work for. Start finding companies that pay good benefits. 
start finding places that pay the money that you want to make and start making those moves. This is your career. This is your life. It's your money you making. Don't. <laughs> what if I say? Don't waste it. Don't waste it. You know, find something you want to do. Um, music tip. Next question. We had a question. <clears throat> what is the local scene in St. Louis like musically? Uh, that is a loaded question. Um, I think this question came from someone that lives in Denver, and I don't know what Denver is like. Um, you know, I've only passed through Denver a couple of times, but I can tell you that this, the music scene in St. Louis is very diverse. Um, even if you're talking about just hip hop, you know, I know we have an underground scene of a lot of female hip hop MCs here that are really good. We got a lot of dope acts here rapping and a lot of poets, a lot of musicians in St. Louis. And when, <clears throat> you know, it's not enough for me to just start mentioning them all. You know, I got a team of musicians that I work with to kind of work with and learn from and, and get better, develop my sound with. And, you know, it's just a, it's a different uh, niche. It's a different nuance here. You know, but... <clears throat> the, the two main things you're going to see in St. Louis musically, you're going to see a lot of soul here. You're going to see a lot of hip-hop here. And you're going to see a lot of uh, rock here. There's going to be a lot of bands here doing rock. And it's a lot of people doing blues here as well. So, uh, And it's a mixture of those musics, that music uh, scene that comes in, you know. And Sometimes you'll get to a place where you see a mixed crowd where it's not just white people, it's not just black people. We all kind of doing things and sharing the stages together. So, you know, St. Louis is one of those towns where, you know, they have something going on downtown where everybody's there, you know. Me, I'm personally myself, I really like Neil, so I really like soul, R&B. That's my kind of bread and butter what I kind of think about you know just kind of now starting to learn jazz and jazz theory and it's a lot of jazz here in St. Louis too so whatever you want St. Louis has it if you're looking for you know we was at a Lone Wolf Cafe and they do an amateur night and everybody has their acoustic guitars tuned up and it was a very talented people out there so I mean even out there you know you like country if you like uh <clears throat> if you like rap if you like hip-hop if you like jazz if you like blues if you like classical every everybody has something here you know and, and they're growing there in, in this growing community for each one of those uh we got a relationship topic it says when should i stop caring about this other person that you're in a relationship with. When should you stop caring? I think you wrote a question like that when you don't care, <laughs> you know. You gotta look at it like this. And I think we talked a little bit about that uh, last week, how to get what you want in a relationship. Um, when should you stop caring? You should always have some care. I teach my kids respect is given, trust is earned. So you should love everyone to some degree, but you shouldn't trust everyone, and that's the issue. It's not that you should stop caring, but you need to learn how to distance yourself when that person's not showing the care for you. 
you know, every relationship is different. You know, I'm not the one to really get too deep into it, but, you know, stuff that I go through, but I can tell you, you stop caring when, you know, you realize that you're working hard to try to get time with someone and they're not working hard on the way back. And I'm at fault myself because I overbooked myself trying to, you know, do this and do that and be here for music commitments and uh, go work out here and there and still spend time with the kids and you got stuff you got to do at church and you work <laughs> this time. And so, you know, time is time is important but sometimes you know you're not getting that text back or when someone's not just really around you somebody's not even trying to make themselves available to you that's when it's time to really move on and it's really tough especially when it's somebody you really dig somebody you really like somebody that you really put some time and effort into and it's not coming back and sometimes people just grow apart it ain't everybody ain't about the relationship and everybody not meant to be in a relationship with you. Sometimes you're just better off being cool with people and not being in that, you know, this this ain't bait. <laughs> you know, this is not a bait. This is not someone that you could really do that with, you know, because if they're not taking the time out that you really want, then that's when you start trying to pull back, you know, and sometimes some people don't have no just slowly but surely. Some people just had it cut. I just cut it off. And me sometimes, I have people I'm cool with and I don't text sometimes all the time because my head get caught up in the trying to be the best me sometimes and I don't, you know, I don't really get at people like I maybe should or, you know, I'm not trying to text 100 people good morning sometimes and sometimes you know, you don't need to have a big circle. You know, sometimes you just need to have one or two people that you get cool with, and that's it. And But my, my main point of saying that is you can't spread yourself so thin to where you can't really deal with the people that's really important. And if somebody is showing you that you're not important, then, hey, <laughs> sometimes you... No, no offense, but I gotta move forward. You know, you gotta hand that uh, you gotta hand that uh, pink slip out, or you just got hey, no service is no longer required. I'm gonna just move over here. You know, and sometimes you gotta be the one to make that move, and you ain't gotta call and text somebody and tell them I'm done with you. You can just not text them. You can be the one to just pull back and say, man, I'm just no knock on you, but I don't wanna. This, this, I'm doing something different. We're going in two different paths, and I wish you the best. You know, this is this, this all it's got to be. You ain't got to be on the phone telling somebody why they suck or nothing like that. <laughs> you know, you can just, we, we're going in two different ways, and I, I don't want to drag you in a way that you don't want to go, and I don't want to be dragged in a way I don't want to go. So, you know, sometimes it's just best to go your separate ways and it takes you away. So, but that's when, when you notice that it's best to once again have that communication. And if you're not getting the communication, then just, you know, cut it down. You know, cut it down. Just don't have that wrinkle in your forehead 
Don't go lurking in somebody's social media to see if he's got a new interest or nothing like that. Just let it go. I'll be <laughs> tracking somebody down, talking to their friends. No, just let the situation go. Because if you got to be Sherlock Holmes trying to figure out what somebody not wanting you, why somebody not giving you what you want. Hey, it's, if somebody don't want you, it's three or four dudes out here that do want you. For you women out here, y'all cannot go a day without somebody being in your direct message or Facebook message trying to get on you. So, you know, yeah, some of these guys ain't no good, but eventually you give it somebody that is good. You'll run into somebody that may change your life. Whether that be wherever you find them, on a job, on your work, at or going out hanging with friends, or who maybe church. But... <laughs> Who knows, but the main thing is it ain't a, it's a time to stop caring when y'all just going in two different directions. And maybe you'll get back, maybe you won't. Who knows? Um, another question we had out of uh, Miami, Florida. Ooh, Miami, Florida. We got, <clears throat> can a man and woman be cool, be friends? What type of friends are we talking about? And I'm going to say this, if you're a dude and you got a lot of female friends and if you're a woman and you got a lot of dude friends, two out of, for every one dude friend that's literally there for you, that's just trying to be cool and y'all just talk and just chill out or whatever, I could say it's maybe one that's got bad intentions. If a dude got a bunch of female friends, you know, that's a sign, you know, because... <clears throat> Once again, you know, not every woman is made to have a dude that's got a bunch of female friends that he hangs with all the time. And that's the main thing. You you got to look around and see, like, if, if, if you got three or four female friends and, and y'all in the dating phase, getting to know each other phase, then how many is it left when you start getting serious? You know, and that's the, that's the main thing. Because... One out of two, one out of three of those female friends want more than just, you know, they want a little something, you know, and you got to look into that. Now, if he's just got one that he's been friends with for 40 years or 20 years or something like that, then that's a different situation. Sometimes you could have a friend that's like family. So I'm not really going into that one. You know this dude, he came out and said, hey, me and her have been cool since high school and to me, that's a long way back. You know, me and this person been friends since I was 15-something. You know, I'm going on 40 now, so that's 25 good years. And, yeah, that's a whole situation that, you know, and once again, y'all communicate and let that person know. But if you're telling you this about somebody you just met and, you know, you he posts a picture of you and now all of a sudden he got all these female friends coming out the woodwork on you know, crawling up on Facebook. Oh, I knew her. I knew her when. I knew her when. Yeah, then you got to look, you know, once again, if it don't feel right, then talk about it. You know, if it don't sit right in your spirit, then talk about the situation because at the end of the day, at least you put your stuff down on the table and say, hey, man, I'm not comfortable with this. And and if he insists on the situation, then y'all communicate to see where y'all can go. But, you know, 
I've been on both sides of that. Where I got a lady friend into my life that I've known for my whole, almost my whole life, 35 years and 40 years or 25 years. So it's more than longer than that now. So it's, you know, and me and her kind of like family, man. She didn't let me her car it broke down on me, you know, and I don't have help, you know, help raise her, help bring her kids up. So, you know, it's one of those things where she like family and, you know, I'm not, you know, you cool like that. Some other ones, you, yeah, you, you know, if it's new people, it's, <laughs> you got to watch it, you know. And I, I don't have a whole lot of people I call friends. I can maybe count on one hand that I say friends, somebody that I routinely talk to, somebody I turn to and. I need to talk and maybe vent a little bit or something like that. Maybe I may call maybe two, three people in my whole life about that when I go through situations to let them know, hey, this is what is really going good or not good. You know, everybody else, psh, I don't call people I, you know, and I'm cool with the people I work with, but not everybody. You know, maybe one person at work, and I don't even tell them a lot at work. You know, and that's the main thing, like, keep my, I keep, you keep your, I keep my circle small so that, you know, when you work a job and you do talk to people and they start saying what you say, and I've had a situation like that turn toxic on me, so no, I don't keep a lot of quote, quote unquote friends, and then too, we live in a time and age where anything can happen. So you don't want that whole friendship warping into something different or somebody catching feelings for you you didn't notice, you know, in the background. Because once again, as a man, it's seven women out here and they're all single and they all want a man. Even if you ain't the best man and you ain't got to be this good, you could be just regular guy working the job and having a car and taking care of your kids and some women find that attractive. And guess what? They choose you, even if somebody else got you. So you got to watch out for that, you know. But, yeah, you can be cool with somebody. You can be friends. I think people, exes could be real good friends, especially if they've had kids. And it shouldn't be no big deal. If you're secure in who you are, what you put on the table, and this person that that you live in a life with, then yeah, you should, if, as long as it's been communicated, this is who this person is and who it is, then it all comes down to trust. Do I trust this person and what they're saying and everything else? Now, <laughs> you know, I've seen that situation go left too. So, but it's all about who you trust and there's a the communication there. And yeah, men and women can be friends. You can be friends with your dog, who cares? But, you know, it just depends on if you got a big circle and dude's got 10 female friends and all of them his girl. This is a girl from so long ago and you got this many homies out here. He's just a popular dude. Yeah. You know, if she got, you know, 20 uncles and ain't none of them related to the baby, you know, a kid. You know, this uncle such and such, this ankle such and such. Yeah. <laughs> no. You need to look out for that type of stuff, man. Don't put your eggs in that basket and you don't trust it. You know, you got to, you know. Yeah, I would like to say do due diligence. 
in this day and age, you got to really check into who you're talking to, that they say who they, that people are who they say they are, that people do what they say they're going to do type of situation. But when it comes to these friends and all everybody got new friends and this and this and that, and I don't play the new friend situation. You know, we keep that on the back burner and, and go from there. But even in the situation now where you kind of just out and being do, doing your thing, it's, I don't, you know, me personally, I don't have a lot of, ain't no friend zone for me, I guess. You know, because people stop dealing with you, they just stop dealing with you. They follow you on Facebook, and that's about it. <laughs> you know, and you be doing good. Yeah, thank you. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> Keep it moving. Um, we got a music question again from Seattle, Washington. What is this? Another one from Seattle, Washington. Um, it's more of a technical question as far as like, you know, playing and what's the steps to playing. I'm not going to really do a lot of that on, on this, on these real talks. Just on the strength of, I lose half the people that's trying to listen, trying to get into um, how to start playing from, how you start playing chopsticks with two fingers and then the simple tritone. It's, the thing is, YouTube will show you anything you need to know. You find your favorite song, you learn how to play it in a simple tritone and you go from there. You know, and eventually you'll get tired of hearing yourself playing it and sounding silly. So guess what? You're going to learn how to, you know, fill up your sound. But, you know, I'm not going to go into the technical jargon of what a musician does on the keys to, to sound, you know, because it's an evolution. You're not going to wake up overnight and be playing like Stevie Wonder. You're not going to make that leap to playing two fingers on the keyboard to all of a sudden sounding like uh, <laughs> sounding like a Robert Glasper or, you know, next big musician out here. It takes a while. You're not going to be John Legend playing two, three, playing in a year or so. You know, you might get that. You may learn, but we all different. You know, and that's the main thing. You learn at a different clip. Everybody's has their own way of doing stuff. So my main thing is, if you really want to do this, then you'll take the time and learn it. You know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and make a hit record just because you say you want to produce and make beats or whatever. It's going to take a while for you to get that going. You know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be the next big rapper. You're going to have to do these underground shows and you're going to have to do, you're going to be singing for free. You're going to be rapping for free some places till, you, till they know you're good and you can get paid. So just like with that, you're not going to wake up and say, I want to play for a church and be getting paid the next week. You, you got, it takes time, you know, and the quicker you start, the better. You know, and that's in anything musical, whether you want to be the next good saxophone player, whether you're making beats on the computer using FL Studio, or whatever you're doing. It, it takes time. Um, it takes time to get good at it. So my thing is to get to somebody that knows how to play and pay them to teach you. 
Take the lessons. There's no shortcuts like Kung Fu Panda. There is, <laughs> there is no secret. It's, there is no shortcut. You know, you're going to have to work this and practice this. And it's not going to be easy all the time, you know. Either that or you just copying what somebody else did and was good at. So, it's not going to be you you're just doing what somebody else did. No, do you. Practicing, build yourself up, and you'll get there. All right, we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Um, once again, thank you for all the people sending questions in and this real talk segment. And <clears throat> once again, as far as relationships, I'll just say, you know, it's a constant loop. It feels like I'm a broken record on this communication is key. Um, whether it's working out or it's not working out or somebody playing you and you don't know. And yeah, somebody lying to you and you feel like they lying to you and plain and simple, if you feel like you being lied to and somebody not coming out and being real, if you just not comfortable, don't be in that situation. Don't be the one accusing somebody accusing somebody and you can't approve what they're doing. Just go. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't want somebody second-guessing you making you seem stupid. Just do what you got to do. You know, that was another question we had. What if somebody's lying to you? Then leave. You know, you in your spirit, if your spirit don't feel right with what somebody's telling you on a day in and day in out, then you need to go. You ain't got to, you grown person, you ain't got to explain, look, I ain't comfortable in this relationship. But I love you. Well, you don't love me enough for me to feel comfortable with you and what you're telling me. So I got to go. And yeah, this person could have been the one. It's 8 million people. It's 8 billion people out here in the world. I'm sure more than one or two of them like you. You know, with that, you know, I'm going to end the show with just saying that. No matter who you are, no matter what you think you look like, no matter what skill set you think you have, you are awesome. And somebody likes it. And if no one here likes it, God likes it. And just keep your head up, keep positive, and stay awesome. Good night, and God bless everyone.